We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. About 8.30. Oh, boy, does that San Francisco outfit look like they're ready to challenge Philadelphia for a little NFC supremacy. And to the equipment people with the Seattle Seahawks. Did you forget the pants that go with those color rush jerseys? That was an odd together uniform. Odd kit from Seattle last night. Speaking of kits, they couldn't stop Kittle. Hey, diddle, diddle, Purdy to George Kittle. Yes, indeed. Gave Seattle a little little chance to win the game last night. Because the 49ers are turning into a juggernaut at the right time. Welcome to Russell and Medhurst. It is a Friday morning. Um, Chris, can you look out the window behind you? Can, can you? can you tell me what that is behind you in terms of sky? Is that... Is that like a sky with less clouds in it today? Oh, it, it, it's I'm definitely just, just a clear sky. Oh. And man, was the sun monster. You know, we talk about the phone monster being gone, mm-hmm. right? The 15-minute uh, phone monster that we had so many issues with. You know what I battle every day or almost every day? Not yesterday. Yesterday was just a monsoon of rain. I don't you, know if it's this bad for you guys out you, there, for you. Um, no, Essex you're takes the you're the only one that battles yourself. So. Well, yes. I, <laughs> I, I battle and lose to myself every day of my life. Whoa. The sun monster is just, I mean, maniacal. Like everywhere I almost every direction that I go, Pedro, with the exception of Usually 66 east on the way in, but almost every other direction that I go, the sun is not only right in your eyes and coming at you from the direction that you have to drive into, but it's at that, you know, during the non-summer months, it it obviously rises later and whatnot. So it's right in your the worst possible angle. So even if you use sunglasses and a and a um what do you, what are, what are those things that you flip the visor down? visor board there you go even if you use all that it's low enough so that it just and then it screws everybody up traffic wise because nobody can see nobody can see and so we're all driving into it and everybody's hitting their brakes because nobody can see it's that bad it's that yeah. harsh I, so, I go through that on Tuesdays and Thursdays driving to Rosecroft when the sun sets like oh, that oh good point because yeah. you're headed toward okay. the western direction. And you are exactly right. It is very difficult to see. And then you get the person that doesn't know how to use the visor or sunglasses mm. and then basically comes to a complete halt in the middle of the beltway 
So this over happened, four lanes of traffic. So basically, this happened yesterday afternoon, is what you're saying? No, or, but, or, well, yeah, it was pouring yesterday. Oh, so no, that's right. right I'm right, just right. saying that's what happens though on non-rainy days. Right, gotcha. Headed in that direction. How late sloppy in the was afternoon. the track last oh, night? Oh, it was sloppy, yeah. but it was an. I mean, our people put on an amazing show last night. Yeah. Um, I mean, the horses are okay with. I, I mean, they're obviously, fine with it. The, the bigger thing is visibility for the right. drivers. Okay. And constantly getting mud thrown yeah, in your face and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they look like. You know they 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 look they all look the same afterwards gray. That's <laughs> they have fair because it's a stone dust surface. They all look gray, right? Because um, they wear the 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 like the um the big goggle visor yeah. type thing, and right? But the, those get pretty here's muddy the pretty stupid, quick. Here's the stupid thing: they bet more money last night than they have all year at Rosecroft. Last night we had the biggest handle we had of the season mm. last night with that card. Shout out to our guys from Freehold who came down to uh, participate in the Rosecroft Freehold Drivers Challenge. Number two for that comes up Sunday at Freehold. For those of you that bet horses, Trey Porter from Rosecroft, he won three of the four. The winner gets $1,000 in this Drivers Challenge Series, and he won three races last night. So he's halfway to $1,000, but he's got to get it done coming up on Saturday. Speaking of getting it done, there are three games on Saturday, but those games in terms of commander's importance are really not because they're AFC-related with the exception of Colts, Vikings, and a crossover. And, of course, the Vikings are going to win their division. So Washington really has no effect on what the Vikings do in terms of Washington's playoff spot. So it's just a game to watch. The other two games are AFC straight-up only games. So the action that is meaningful for the Commanders occurs Sunday night at FedEx Field. Washington right now a a four-and-a-half-point choice in this game Coming up on Sunday night. If I mean, if you play the lines, I mean, you think that's a fair line at Washington, minus four and a half. And what's really weird is it's almost the same scenario that set up the first time these two teams met. You know, I heard Sheehan and Denton talking about it. I know Kevin, like, you know, Denton, like 23-10. Sheehan, like, similar score, things of that nature. But, Chris, it's the exact same scenario. Dallas had gotten the best of the Giants in pretty impressive fashion the week before. Mm-hmm. And the Giants played a hell of a game and, and, quite frankly, probably should have beaten Washington. Same thing happened last week. Giants got blown out, blown off the field, not even close, was never close, um, only at the opening kickoff against the Eagles last week. So, again, are you going to get a Giants team that is desperate, that plays desperate football, knowing that each game that they lose right now makes them perilously close to losing a playoff spot. You know, Seattle losing last night helps both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one less contender that's right behind them. But you do have to worry about the Lions now starting to play better football. They're at the Jets, though, this week. So it's a tough matchup for Jared Goff and the Lions. So you got a lot on the line. The winner of this game, Chris, when you start to formulate the NFC standings, the winner of this game really, really does its playoff hopes a lot of good by getting a W this week. My question to you is, Washington, until the final drive, really really didn't match the Giants' desperation of the first matchup. The second time around, do they match that and exceed it and get a win here this week against New York? I mean... I can't say that I expect them to be desperate, right? Because even if you lose this game and fall one game, really more than one game, behind the Giants, because the Seahawks lost last night, you're still you're still theoretically in the in the playoff chase, right? Are, are in, yeah, the, sure. in, in in playoff positioning. Still a half game ahead right. of the Lions, uh, depending on what they do this week. Right. So, and that's if they win. You would uh, meaning, well, if, they meaning win, if, they, if, if they, Washington wins. No, no, no. If Washington loses and the Lions win, yes, they'd be a half game behind. They'd be in a dangerous spot. The Lions would be a half game behind, right? Right. Right. But but either way, Washington is still in one of the top seven spots. Is mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. So, do I expect them to play? But you got to remember. I mean, with the 49ers coming up, understood. Though the four, the, here's that's the other thing. That's why this is a well. Well, but so the 49ers it's, it's really good winning their division last yeah. night. Well, okay. So, so you just brought up a couple of key points there. 
The reason why I think the odds before last night for the commanders were so rapidly different in terms of making the playoffs or not making the playoffs based on what happens this Sunday is because of just what you said. Before last night, the 49ers were next. And they are still next. But in what form? We don't know. And we won't know. Because theoretically, they have not much to play for, but they do because ideally you would like to play for that number one seed if Mm -hmm. you're Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers because you'd just like the Eagles if you could get to this point to have to come out to Levi Stadium instead of having to go to Philadelphia yeah, that, at the end of January. Be, that's going to be almost darn near impossible right now because the Eagles have one loss. San Francisco has four. Uh, understood. Understood. So you, But you still but theoretically. But they can be the two seed, though, yeah, and, and, very and, easily. And that's the thing. Even if you realistically can't get the one seed, you can hold on to that two seed. Now, the two seed doesn't matter like it used to matter in terms of you get a buy. That's not what we're playing for now. But you get home field in any matchup except against the last anyone one. except for Philadelphia. Meaning if Philadelphia somehow gets knocked off, i.e. by Dallas or whoever, before the NFC Championship game, you could wind up hosting the NFC Championship game yeah, sure. if you're the two seed well, versus the that, three seed. But the two plays the seven. Well, on top of that, sure. Right. Two sure. plays the seven. Sure. But but you know what I'm saying? Like the like the two seed doesn't mean as much, I don't think, because you're not given the bye as it used to, i.e. two years ago, but it still matters. It still matters. So I don't know if the 49ers, just because they won the division last night, especially with extra rest, mm-hmm. they have nine days of rest. I don't know if they're gonna go into this game going, Oh, this doesn't mean any this doesn't well, mean anything. But, I mean, you look at it. Minnesota plays the Colts tomorrow at home. Right. If they win that to get to 11-3, and three, they're a game ahead of the 49ers. And 49ers. That's assuming that they win. Right. 49ers and Vikings did not play in the regular season. So, uh, there, there's no, obviously, head-to-head. The Giants then go to Minnesota next Saturday. Right. Vikings go to the Packers and go to the Bears to finish the season. So, San Francisco's certainly going to play next week because they're trying to get to that number two seat. So Washington's going to get their best next week. I don't think we have to worry about that. Uh, um, right, because even if Minnesota loses this week, they would be ten and four. They'd be tied. San Francisco would be ten and or is right. ten and four. You're right. So, so you're so, getting the so best San of the 49ers Franci- no matter what. Well, not he- to mention, uh, not to mention. You know damn well Kyle Shanahan well, has to do everything he can. Okay. Especially with the way the last meeting went between these okay. two teams. And Kyle Kyle came to the fight. <laughs> he didn't have enough bullets in the chamber the last time he came to a fight with Washington. So, so that's a really interesting point. I was just thinking that as well. All right. So... I mean, come on, look at So look basically at, look at what, what you're look, saying is San Washington Francisco came, minus Debo Samuel is going to be full blast, yeah. you would think, next Saturday at home... Nine days of rest, or eight and a half days of rest, right? Playing for the two seed. Okay, so forget about that. Purdy played last night with an oblique and with bruised or 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 sore, sore ribs, or, yeah. or whatever ribs, right? Like Schefter was tweeting after the game that a a source inside the 49ers, pro- presumably Kyle Shanahan, because mm-hmm. well, Schefter and the Shanahans are obviously tied at the hip for and have been for a long time. We're like, oh, I don't how he made it through, you know, whatever. Well, you and the Shanahan's been tied at the hip for a long time, too. I don't know too. about that. I don't know about that. I mean, not Adam Schefter. I mean, you have the Shanahan's phone number in your freaking phone. Well, I got a lot of phone numbers. That's what I'm saying, phone. though. I don't mean that I'm tied at the hip. Well, if I if I got somebody's phone, if I got somebody's phone number and I know they'll text me back at some point, especially as Mike Shanahan does. Then that means you're you're we tied should, to them. We you're, should get Uncle Mike on silly. the show next year, huh? We can do next that next week, right? Um, um, but 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 you, you see, all right. So we've established San Francisco will absolutely have something, regardless of Minnesota and what they do this week. 
San Francisco will have something to play for, even though they clinched the division last night. So if Purdy played last night on a short week with an oblique injury and ribs, he sure as you know what going to play next week. Trent made it through. Kittle made it through. The only guy that we know probably almost surely won't play next week is Debo Samuel, Mm -hmm. which is still a break. For the Washington Commanders, who clearly have a better defense than Seattle. I mean, I don't think anybody was like, oh. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, that look. They definitely sh- don't have a better defense. No, Washington's much better right, right, than right, Seattle. Exactly. So, so for that reason, I, I, I don't know if you go, hey, San Francisco is going to carve up the opposing defense with Brock Purdy the way they have Miami two weeks ago when he came in for Jimmy G early enough. Then last week against um, uh, last Sunday against uh, Tampa, Ari- uh, at T- Tampa, which again has been a disappointing. De- and then last night against, and, and I wouldn't say he carved them up last night, but they were certainly efficient and effective enough. I mean, George Kittle is wide open by like 20 yards on a coverage bust uh, for a big game. Um, y- y- you know, and, and obviously they can just. They, they, San Francisco just does what they have to do. Um, I I don't know if they're ever going to – well, I shouldn't say ever. But I don't know if they're regularly going to roll up 35-plus like Philadelphia can. They're not that kind of explosive. But they're certainly good enough to do whatever they need to do and more. It's not barely, right? And let me also drop this little nugget on you. In the last three games – Creamy nugget. Yeah, so rich and creamy nugget. You know why San Francisco is also winning despite who the quarterback is? Christian McCaffrey's back to being Christian McCaffrey. He's averaging 140 total yards uh, a game over the last three games for them. Ran for 100 yards last week and this week. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's the – that is what is. I mean, the fans in Carolina have got to be going. My gosh, what 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 did we have to do to get that guy back? Because he couldn't stay healthy in Carolina, and right now he's dominating. He's helping dominate for a 10 and four football team right now and given them the type of weapon you need in mm-hmm. the absence of another great weapon. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of similarities in the way you can use McCaffrey and Samuel that yep. are so difficult for defenses to prepare for. Imagine when they're together. Yes. And healthy. So like you said, a buck oh eight last night. A buck oh eight, that doesn't make yeah, sense. That's fine. Buck 100, 108 last night. The touchdown long of 23. They got the big late run from Mason, who desperately wanted to score that touchdown, got knocked out of bounds, <laughs> and then San Francisco sat on it. I mean, theoretically, San Francisco could have scored 28 points last night, probably if they wanted to. So don't let the right. 21 so, points fool you. I mean, so you, you're talking about they could have had another touchdown. 35 versus the Bucks, 33 versus the Dolphins, 38 versus the Cardinals. So, you know, that that acquisition of Christian McCaffrey, since McCaffrey's come there, they haven't lost. Right. So Well, because when all of them are playing, right? Ayuk, Kittle, McCaffrey, Debo, name me outside of the quarterback, name me a better foursome when they're all healthy. Then who? McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Samuel. Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's probably even better than the Eagles. I mean, it's right there with the Now, the difference with the Eagles is Jalen Hurts is obviously better than Brock Purdy, even though Brock Purdy has played very well. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's better than Trey Lynn. You know, so, so that's the difference between them. But the offensive lines are pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Especially when Trent's healthy, and Trent got beat last night on an inside rush near his own goal line, and Purdy still the poise to spit away from it, flush out, run towards the sideline, and still not keep his eyes up, look downfield, and just a little, yep. a little toss nice little pass touch. for five yards, whatever. It, it uh, just and you know what? And look, give the defender the defender good technique on that because the offensive tackle by nature, his first step is back with the outside right, foot, right? And trying to beat him to the inside gets the tackle off balance yes. a little bit because Correct. that first step is usually Correct. to the outside. Uh, but again, I mean, as I've said, right now Brock Purdy is making Joe Miller and I look good because we've talked about him a ton over the last four years on the It's College Football podcast. And 
Brock Purdy is delivering right, for Kyle let, Shanahan right now. Let, let me ask you this. But I but don't if, let me. If you were that high on him, which I don't doubt, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and Joe was that high on him, how does a guy like that, and, and the way they talk about him, and I know superlatives don't mean a whole lot, but the way he's played for two and three quarters games and the way they, they all talk about him, the next coming, this, that, the other thing uh, about how poise, uh, next coming might be strong. The way you guys talked, how does how does a guy like that last that long? I mean, look, go back. I mean, again, this this comes down to scouting too. I mean, look does he does he meet the does he meet the bus requirement? No, probably not. You're right. Okay, six one. When he walks off the bus, he's not Carson Wentz. He's not Tom Brady. So. He's not even Mac Jones, right? You know when he walks off the bus, but again, and and this is something we can ask Mike Mayock coming up at eleven o'clock this morning because I think it's a fascinating 11:30. topic, eleven thirty rather. But I think it's a fascinating topic yeah. in terms of how how do we evaluate the quarterbacks that are coming out of college mm-hmm. right now, and how much do some of those intangible things? How much do you have to to really put those into play? Because mm-hmm. if you go back and look at Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy and Iowa State, they'd go win games against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Okay, when Oklahoma was a juggernaut, Brock would go toe to toe with them and and play well. And he played well in other terrific environments. Uh, so you know when you're evaluating the tape, sure. Do we want the guy that's going to drop back and throw seventy yard lasers? Of course we do. Who's one, who's who's maybe the leading candidate for MVP right now? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts again physically when he walks off the bus. Jalen Hurts looks more like the running back or the wide receiver mm-hmm. than he does the quarterback when he walks off the bus. But right now he's kicking your rear end at quarterback. Okay, so I think that's the that's a fascinating question for Mayock coming up at eleven thirty. Is how much do we value how much do we value the game film? as opposed to what the guy's doing in the Under Armour shirts and shorts at the Combine. And, you know, does he look like Carson Wentz, big strapping, hulking, you know, guy, Josh Allen when he gets off the bus. You know, Derek Carr. I mean, those are guys that when they walk off the bus, you know who the quarterback is. Purdy doesn't necessarily meet that requirement. But Mm -hmm. do not, do not mistake for one minute the value of playing for Kyle Shanahan and that organization right now. Culture, fit, coaching, player development. They all matter. Look at all the injuries San Francisco's endured over the last few years, Chris, and they've still managed to play winning football. That's player development. It's great player identification by John Lynch, by Kyle, but it's also great player development by Kyle and his staff. I agree. Because that's where that's where games are won and lost when you have injuries. It's your player development and what you're doing to make your players better. That's the only way you survive something like this the way they are right now because I mean, this is quarterback number three. Yeah, It's not two. This is three. And they're missing their starting running – well, their original starting running back yeah, as well. But they've got I – mean, I, mean, I, I know McCaffrey's better. They've got but Superman. I'm just saying, McCaffrey, I mean, they had to go out and yeah, get sure, McCaffrey absolutely. because Eli Mitchell couldn't stay healthy. Absolutely. But that ironically, yes, the Rams won the Super Bowl last year, making a ton of moves, trading away a lot of picks, all this other stuff. Well, San Francisco has made some calculated moves that has cost them some compensation, but guess what? Like the Rams last year, mm-hmm. the 49ers look the part right now where those moves are are paying instant dividends for them, and having McCaffrey in the absence of Samuel is proving to be a executive of the year type move from John Lynch and San Francisco. It really is. 301-230-0980. That's how you get in the conversation this morning as we talk about Giants and Commanders. Commanders with a chance to put themselves in the driver's seat like our guy Matthew Martin driving that bus. Washington has a chance to put themselves at the top and in contention at the top of the wild card list. And that's something that all we've asked for is to have a team that's been competitive and ready to compete. Can they get it done in prime time on Sunday night? 301-230-0980. And if you have thoughts on San Francisco's win last night with a third-string quarterback and the way they're playing right now, they're a riser in the NFC. AFC games tomorrow for the most part. Crossover between the Colts and the Vikings. Your thoughts on the NFL weekend 
are available as well. Mike Mayock joins us at 11.30. He'll be calling the Sunday night game on Westwood One. It's Russell and Medhurst. We're off and running on a Friday morning, a football Friday right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The only bad thing is when I bring in donuts, just like when you bring in bagels and Matt brings in bagels, that's a lot of product for us to consume out there. It is. And I go consume it. It is. Already you're on correct. My, on my third donut this morning. <laughs> so I did. I, I mean. I just looked at them and I decided, ah, you know what? Though I, I mean, really want one, but I got to exercise a little bit of patience and hold off as long there as is possible. There is a, I mean, I see a older gentleman who... Uh, exclaims to be homeless at the uh, corner of Firth Sterling, right there by Berry Farms every morning. I did give him a donut this morning. so That's very nice of you. I did, I did stop since the light was red. I'm like, hey, man, I, I don't carry cash, but I said I can give you a donut. You want a donut? Oh, oh sir, 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 sir. Oh, thank you. You know, so uh, I at least gave uh, a donut uh, to, to the homeless guy. That, that is very nice out. of you. I, I, I um I think that uh, uh, I think that's a very nice uh, Thanks, thing Elmer. to do because I I usually don't carry a whole lot of cash either, and people don't believe it's weird. Like the homeless, look, I'm telling you right now, panhandlers because some panhandlers are panhandlers; they're not homeless. Right, they're just trying to take money. They're right. trying to make easy money because they don't want to go work. Do you think they believe? When people say, I don't have any cash. Well, we're, we're very much a cashless society these well, days. Well, that's what I'm saying, because that so used to not be them. a thing right. a it long time for, ago. It sucks for the homeless and the panhandlers now, because you don't have cash. You simply use a debit card, because right. a lot of businesses are cashless right. now. Um, so that's that's really put a dent on the homeless yeah. community uh, and the panhandlers. I mean, it's not that n- most normal businesses obviously still very much accept cash, right? Uh, any convenience store, what have you. But you go to, like, Capital One Arena. It's Nats Park. Nats Park. You're right. It's a cashless operation. They don't accept cash anymore, um, to your point. Um, Speaking of that, because I don't, I don't, I haven't gone there. Is FedEx cashless? uh, Not that it matters, because I I have a debit card. I I don't know the answer to that. I I, I don't know. Um, I think so, but knowing Dan, he probably would accept uh, any level of cash. Washington Mannequins know. fan on Twitter. <laughs> well, that's that, a hell of a handle. Well, well that's uh, that's that Ben. ben? Con- yeah, okay. that's Ben. Conti. Yeah, I thought so. I cha- that, you know I thought, how he changes his yes. sub handle all the time. Yeah, and I thought based on the uh, yeah. avatar, uh, he said Purdy fell for him because he wasn't impressed with his final season at Iowa State, mm-hmm. and, and I I agree. The final season individually overall, but I would equate the final season for him at Iowa State the same as Sam Howell's. 
final season at North Carolina. Mm. I don't think either had the total supporting cast from a team standpoint that they had the year before. So that's a that's again that comes into the player evaluation. You can you can look at it as Ben did by saying, you know, with all that weight on his shoulders, he didn't necessarily live up to the expectations and you can equate that cuz you could say the same thing about how in his final year at North Carolina because right. the year before was elite football. Can you say the same thing about other quarterbacks too like Sam Darnold maybe at USC where he yeah, wasn't I mean, Sam's, as good Sam's in his best, final year? Sam's best year at USC was his freshman year. Right. Uh Christian Hackenberg is another guy that you know just had a monster start to his collegiate career at Penn State and mm-hmm. then fizzled out and Ultimately, it cost him in the NFL. Dropped to a mid-second round pick, and he never turned oh, out to but be. But that's you know, I mean, Christian I'm just, I, I'm just yeah, random Christian, examples. Christian Hackenberg. He was disp- a hack- displayed traits as his career went along that you were like, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Well, because I know at one you point know? people like in the building over in Ashburn thought maybe he would be a top. And, five and they made they made uh, the right decision yes. not to pull the trigger on yes. that. Um, so I mean, again, it, player evaluation is a art, okay? Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. And right now it looks like Kyle, you know, just kind of hit a little bit of a gem, you know, with Brock Purdy. And that's not to say that Purdy's going to beat out Lance because, I mean, if you look at the attributes, the talent attributes that Lance has, Mm -hmm. the ceiling is greater for Trey Lance than it is Brock Purdy. Sure. But, I mean – you don't know if Lance is going to be able to make it back to the same level that he was athletically. It's not the same. Based on the type of injury that he had. All right. It's not the same comparison, but in some ways, aren't we dealing with that here with Wentz and Heineke? I mean, again, as you always talk about, whoever looks good off the bus, right? Gets you maybe in the door, gets the door cracked open, gets you to like think, I can do something with that guy. Wentz. Obviously, a more impressive physical Has specimen never, in ways, you know, and, than, and than Taylor Heineke. Same thing for Trey Lance versus Brock Purdy. Player but confidence might be the better quarterback. Player confidence means so much. Carson has never made it back to the quarterback that he really was, you know, pre-injury and pre-potential MVP. He's been searching for the consistency and searching for that form. We've mm-hmm. seen it in flashes, but we haven't seen it in consistency, mm-hmm. which is why. Why all of a sudden he's becoming a nomad? Because uh, he's probably going to end up on a different roster again yeah. uh, next year. He'll he'll end up on somebody's roster. I don't yeah, doubt that. It's going to be fascinating to watch this play out, though. I mean, not only over the next couple of weeks, Pete, mm-hmm. but this offseason. But don't you think? Don't you think that if say they make the playoffs this year? With Heineke? With Heineke. Okay. Using Heineke in the form that they're in right now. Meaning using Heineke the rest of the way. Correct. Okay. I fully believe that you could go to camp and your fan base would be accepting of the fact, because you're you're not going to pick in the upper half, where right now there's going to be some wrestling. I think there's going to be personnel people wrestling with C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. You know, because this year... They were good. Let's see what he does against Georgia. Mm-hmm. How many NFL executives are going to be watching that Georgia film right. coming up in the playoff? Right. Because if you're C.J. Stroud and you want to you want to move yourself up the list, here's your game right here. Right. Do it against them. Especially NFL teams, without Jackson Smith and, uh, and Jigba. Jigba. Yeah. yeah. NFL, I mean, he's missed. But still got year. Marvin Harrison no, Jr. No. You still got some people. I mean, he's missed the whole play year, well in this game. Right. And your value is going to rise sure. even more. Sure. Okay, I mean, there, but there are people, Chris, there are people. And Kuyper's one of them that still thinks Will Levis might be the first quarterback taken. And if we look at their college careers and we go, and I tell you, hey, you can have C.J. Stroud or you can have Will Levis. 99% of people surveyed when Steve Harvey says, survey said, number one answer is going to be C.J. Stroud. But right now, there are NFL people that still think Will Levis is the guy based on how we look at quarterbacks, how we evaluate quarterbacks, and everybody's trying to figure out, all right, is Will Levis a a victim of the offense they run at Kentucky? Mm -hmm. We put him in a pro set with other pro athletes, great receivers. He's Mm going to look great, give him a good offensive line. But that dude had a massive running game at Kentucky to fall back on Mm -hmm. and really struggled a little bit this season. So I mean, you can't say, like, 
if somebody said Will Levis is a better product uh, prospect than C.J. Stroud, for argument's sake, you can't say, well, it's because one's a strapping Hulk. Right, they're both, they both look the you, part. Right, exactly. So here's my point to finish on this. I think if Ron... I would always be careful about whatever Kuyper says, too, because he's heavily influenced by agents. Yeah, but Mel's Mel's spot on usually. Him and McShay are usually pretty good, um, you know, with the top the top people. Um, but remember when he thought Jimmy Clausen? Well, we all. I mean, but I mean, Jimmy, I there were some. I mean, like I everybody know. misses once in a while. I know. Um, I believe you could sell to the public starting next year. Heineke is your incumbent. Quarterback competition with Hal going into next season. I agree. I think you could sell your fan base on that than committing more resources, which would go toward more risk, I think, at that position. Unless a trade or, God forbid, Tom Brady drops in your lap or something like that. Which... I'm just saying. That, you, you can't totally rule that out. You can't, but it's a long shot. Yes. You would have to say well, it's a long shot. Well, but you, I think you well, could sell to your fan base, uh, go into camp yes. next year with Heineke as the incumbent because he led you to the playoffs. But Howell with a legitimate But Howell shot. with a legitimate quarterback competition right. going to camp next year. Now, here's the question. How do you spend that publicly if Heineke – continues along as the starter, doesn't get replaced by Wentz, they get to the playoffs and say he plays really well again in a playoff game like he did, say, against Tampa, or say they even win a playoff game, then you're 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 pretty much going in with, well, it's not really a competition, but but here's the other component. The more he wins, the better he plays. And again, he hasn't played well. I'm sorry, he just hasn't. He's played okay at times. He's played good at you, times. You just have to remind everybody every time we it's, talk, don't you? I'm, ju- I'm just, you just, I'm just have, bu- for those of you who've just tuned in. I'm just busy telling the truth. <laughs> I mean, trust me, the coaches believe the same thing. Too. Oh, um, is that are, is that is that conjecture on your part, or is that fact? I wouldn't say it's. I don't know if I would say fact, but okay. I it's it's strong. Because if we're in a court of law, I would have to object yeah. if it, I was the other side here, based on what you're trying okay. to. Well, well pilfer it's a you. good thing that we're not in a court of law, and okay. I can say whatever the hell I want to say. That's okay. That's, it's a strong. <laughs> I just want to clarify that that is a, the rooster is crowing. That is a flailing rooster. You know that rooster sounds like he's Look, not, he's he's seen a a, a a couple of too many bagels. The the people that live next door to my mother in law and father in law, uh-huh. um, there's Out in the a, wilderness a young young boy that Kelly knows. He's in eighth grade. His name's Carlos. They have like a bunch of these. They have a bunch of roosters. They have ducks. They have uh, oh. roosters, chickens. They got everything. And one day they're out on the road, and Kelly has to text Carlos, Carlos, come get your chickens or come get your roosters out of the road. That's the one time I took a picture of in the road and said, I said, this is the rooster That's down right, here I remember by that. our place. That's but you like you would think they only do that at six in the morning. No, they do it at all hours of the day. You, you know what? You, you know we should just like you do. In addition to pontificating, in addition to crowing, uh, in addition to I don't mean to be a jerk uh, on a t-shirt. It, we should get a t-shirt design. Come get your rooster. <laughs> you know, on the back, Look, I don't mean to be a jerk. On the front, Alan come Lepore, get your rooster. Alan Lapore needs to get with the people at Royal Farms because out in the front of every Royal Farms I know, is this I see gigantic it. I see it freaking every bird. I see it every morning. What would produce more product than you standing there holding a box of chicken tenders with potato wedges Standing next to that big animal outside of a royal farm. The potato wedges are money. What are we missing when here? When they're fresh, potato wedges oh, yeah. are money. No question. But mo- maybe one of the most underrated foods that yeah. you can get anywhere yeah. is the potato gotta, wedge from Royal I got, Farms. I got to fight the key myself is, though, to, to just but drive past. There is one stipulation here uh, on those. They have to be fully cooked. Oh, yes. An because, undercooked right. potato yes. wedge is brutal. Yes. Okay? Because it's... it's um, uh, What's the consistency that I'm looking for? Not hard, but it's um, no. But you just want you want it. You don't want it to be that uh, thick raw potato yeah, that when you bite into it, it's like when you cut it. It's why when you when you're boiling like potatoes for say mashed potatoes, you have to stick a fork and it's got to go. The fork's got to go 
yeah. right through because that's how you know it's done. But to your point, sometimes you will get a slightly undercooked potato and it's not horrible. It's not like going to send you to the hospital or anything like that. It just mm, doesn't taste not, good. It's not a great. It's no, not a great not, experience. It's not a good, good eating experience. No, exactly. All right, coming up, Washington and the Giants. Who wins? How do they do it? And give us, give us kind of a nugget. Give us a guy that's going to make a big play, or give us a side of the ball that's going to make a big play. What's the key to Washington getting to eight, five, and one? How about that? Ron's won seven games. Seven games. Seven's been the ceiling so far. They can bust through that ceiling with a victory this week in a game that they're a four-and-a-half-point choice at home. By the way, FedEx, cashless and mobile only. So, huh. yeah, that's one, another reason why with all the digital ticketing that goes on, scalpers yeah. have just yep. been Absolutely. you know, taken Minimized. out of business, I too. I mean, the secondary market hasn't been, but scalpers have been. I got to tell you, I don't, I, I don't miss that, by no, the way, out in front I of agree. sporting events. I agree. So, we get to your calls, 301-230-0980. Washington and New York, who wins? How do they do it? Don't just call up and say, I think Washington's going to win. That's not what we want. We want, give us a nugget. Give us something that's of substance to putting a victory for Washington or New York. 301-230-0980. The Rooster has what's trending. All right, sir, as we've been talking about all week and certainly on the show today, the New York Giants roll into town Sunday night football or uh, in Washington, FedEx Field. Uh, we will have, of course, game day coverage, post-game, in-game coverage, Denton Day, Rick Doc Walker, Linnell Willingham, check them out. They will take you long into the night, and we will have our first reaction, of course, on Monday morning and you can say hello to Landon Collins, who, according to Dan Duggan uh, of the Giants Media Corps, is expected to be elevated from the practice squad for the Giants. He's been with them for a number of weeks. Tay Crowder, a linebacker, expected to be a healthy scratch, notes Duggan. So, again, Collins, with his former team, against his former team, in FedEx Field where he played last year. So we will see how that works. Bunch of NFL action uh, last night and, of course, coming up tomorrow. Three games tomorrow on the docket highlighted by the Bills and Dolphins expected to be in the snow. Washington getting a win last night without even playing because of the 49ers clinching the NFC West on the road in Seattle 21-13 and no Gordie Howe tying or breaking goal for Alex Ovechkin and perhaps more importantly no win for the Capitals they were stoned by the Dallas Stars and they lose 2 to 1 and that's what's trending Into it here with the phones. You 301-230-0980 on Twitter at WrestleMania621 at Pete Medhurst at Mr. Me underscore 93 on Twitter for Maddie. Be courteous to him when you call in this morning. Say good morning. By the way, just to refute again what I talked about with Ben's evaluation on Brock Purdy. Purdy in his final season at Iowa State, okay, in a pro style offense, you know, I formation. Single setback with, you know, for a couple of those years, he had David Montgomery uh, as part of his uh, running backfield. But Brock Purdy, even without a lot of those weapons in 2021, did complete 71% of his passes. It was his all-time best season in terms of accuracy at Iowa State. And his interception total was less than the year before. He threw nine the year before, and he only had eight in that final season. So while their their results as a team – same thing with Hal. Hal's game kind of evolved a little bit more because he ran more in that mm-hmm. final season without Deami Brown, Michael Carter, all those sure. guys. So, do you think there's a stigma against quarterbacks that maybe come out of Iowa, Iowa State, Wisconsin, places like that? You know, like there's the the stigma against uh, was it quarterbacks from Ohio State have never been successful in the NFL, right? Do you think there's like almost like a how good of a quarterback, how good of a passing quarterback can you be if you're playing for Iowa, Iowa You have State? talked to scouts. I've talked to coaches. I do believe there is an unfair, unfair hesitancy, I'll say, skepticism 
of guys in certain programs. Mm-hmm. You like we all know the air raid guys that yeah. Mike Leach had. Yeah. Most of them sucked. Some of them, I mean, you know, Graham Harrell, one of the first guys in it with him who put up ridiculous numbers, you know, barely could make it in Canada. Right. You know, he cups of coffee in the NFL, Packers, uh, somebody else, and, you know, never, never made it. Mahomes is the only right. significant air raid guy to go onto the league and do this. Of course, he did it under Kingsbury, but remember, Kingsbury and them with him, they they didn't win sig- like they well, weren't like twelve win. But Big don't you think title that's why contenders. people were stunned when Reed traded up from like twenty six or Absolutely. whatever it was to, to no question to, to grab Mahomes because a lot of people thought Patrick Mahomes eh, late now, one Mahomes, early two. The difference was Mahomes had more elite athletic traits. Right, he had the gun the other that the other guys, guys didn't have. Right, yes. well that and he had the mobility. Yes. He had the mobility, yeah, too. and the size. And he's silly. I mean, just his athletic ability is silly. Right. With what he does at that position, he's just silly. And his 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 mental acumen, his uh, ability to improvise, see the field, he just has every elite trait yeah. that you're looking for. I'll tell for. you what, that Brock Purdy play that I was talking about from the shadow mm-hmm. of his own end zone last night reminded yeah. me not saying Brock Purdy reminds well, me of I mean, Patrick look, Mahomes. How many, how many but, times do people when Taylor Heineke yeah. makes that kind of play? Oh, that's what Holmes does. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, one play that just yeah. like, oh, that, it, it, that it looks is, like something you would see out of Patrick Mahomes. It, it is what Mahomes does, yeah. but Mahomes does it like 15 times right, a right, game. Right. So, uh, but again, that's, but that's why, that's why it's such a crapshoot when we evaluate right. Uh, when we evaluate guys, so I mean, it, 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 it's. It, I mean, look, guys. Carson Wentz. Guys. Carson Wentz could have darn near been the MVP, and he was an FCS quarterback. Yeah. Joe Flacco. You know, Joe Flacco did start his college career at Pitt, but graduated from Delaware. From Delaware, Joe Flacco won, won a won a title at Delaware. So yeah. he's um, he's a guy that was a quote FCS uh, product, and you know, still led you to a Super Bowl. So Purdy, I mean, Purdy is the guy, especially if he continues to ascend. Is why everybody's going to say, "Oh my gosh, you know, Kyle Shanahan could turn anybody well, into anything." But like Anthony, Anthony asks on Twitter. He sends us a lot of great content all the time. But he says, "You know, uh, you know, seeing what Purdy's doing, you know, if you were if you were Ron and Scott Turner, you know, could you put a, a, a Sam Howell late in the game? Say you were down two scores, okay, and you got like seven minutes left in the game, you know, and you need to chuck the ball a little bit." Could you put him in a game right now? Could he be serviceable? I would love to know the answer to that question. Obviously, you're not going to get that answer on record. It, it would have to be something you got from them on the side. Well, well, let me ask you this. Did we not get that answer from Ron earlier this week when he when he anointed Carson Wentz the quote-unquote primary yeah, backup? Yeah, I mean, but that makes the most sense. I mean, that that's, that's common sense at this time of the season. That's the safe right. play. Ron... Yes, you call him Riverboat Ron, but there's a lot of safe. Yeah, there's a lot of safety net. In Riverboat I mean, there's, Ron a, there, too. there's a mix. I, I here's what I wonder when he referred Ron's to, not walking across the rope like the uh, you know with that long pole that the uh, you know uh, people walk on that little tightrope. Right. Ron's not walking across that thing without a net underneath. When he up. referred to Wentz as the He's primary backup, I mean, clearly I took that as Wentz is one step away from the field. But I, I did wonder. I don't think it'll be, but I did wonder. If Sam Howell somehow will be in uniform. I mean, remember, Kyle did it because he had to. Right. Ron doesn't have to. Right. So that's the difference. Yes. Kyle Kyle had no choice. Right. This was the last healthy body. Do you think there's any chance Howell, though, I mean, would you say there's no chance? Or would you say there's some chance? Nobody knew Purdy was going to come in and play like that. We don't know. We don't know without Howell getting a chance whether he can. But but I'm saying in uniform, like, like, is there any chance in your mind that say over the next Sunday night that that Howell would be in uniform along with Wentz and maybe Wentz is the quote unquote primary backup. Look, I saw this. Look at that. Earlier. Look at that. I We're going to talk about that earlier. at some point. My people, the Big M, baby, the Big M, down five percent at a time when people need customer service. My boys, the Golden Arcs. Okay, McDowell's, Cleo McDowell, taking care of you. We'll talk about that real quick before we get to the break. Let's get Kane in DC on line one. Kane, what's up, buddy? By God, it's Kane. How are you, Kane? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, Rooster. 
Um, I definitely want to see the commanders come out with a win. The thing that kind of baffles me about, I would say, I don't know, all 31 teams in the NFL is how Daniel Jones managed to get one victory in this league. <laughs> I would blitz him. And look, I, I know I'm not a, I'm not a coach. I played some ball in high school, but Daniel Jones defeated. If you gave me a head coach job right now, I don't care what team it was. I don't care if it was the the Browns when they had Belichick. Daniel Jones will not beat me throwing the ball in the air. That should be impossible. Why guys aren't pressed up? And man, why guys aren't blitzing the majority of the time against this just this un against this quarterback? This is. I don't understand how he's a quarterback. Well, but but the re- but but here here's the problem, Kane, with, with that. I, I understand some of what you're saying, absolutely. But a he's got a good enough arm to beat you if you don't get home. One, more importantly, when you blitz, what happens? Your guys are playing man. Their backs are turned. They're running and not paying attention to the quarterback. Again, if you miss or if you don't get there, Daniel Jones can break your back with his mobility. That's you're I mean. absolutely correct, Rooster. And I, 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 my only rebuttal is. Um, something about those draft picks you had the last four or five years, that defensive line. That defensive line That's fair. and your capable linebackers, you should be able to get to Daniel Jones. The Giants' offensive line is nice. It is not great. The receivers are okay. They have a dynamic running back. And that's it. That's I know fair. they're his name. Okay. The that's Giants fair. right now, I, look, I'm not even a Commanders fan. Okay, but I've lived <laughs> in D.C. my entire life. So I like to root for my whole team to be good. And the one team that pisses me off the absolute most we lose to are the New York Giants. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't understand some of the victories that they've gotten over Washington. I'll say, I'll just say, let's just say the last, the 2000, oh God, it's 2022. I'll say the last, that last decade. At least half of those victories had me scratching my head like, yeah. what the hell are they doing in well, Rankings Park? But, but, but the biggest reason is Daniel Jones. Just you know, to play yeah, counterpoint. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know why. Yeah. He, he comes, he plays, he plays the commanders, and, it, and it's like he wants to morph it to Steve Young or something. And, <laughs> and, and, oh, and Rooster, before I go, the second, look, I've been calling you for years. I better be one of the first ones to get one of those uh, come get your Rooster shirts. Can <laughs> I, I, like, I like you. I'll, I'll get you one, okay? Appreciate you, Rooster, man. Y'all have a good one, man. You too. Happy holidays. Michael Barnes along the same lines says he believes the game will be similarly played to the last. This time, Payne and Allen Law Firm will have back-to-back sacks on the final dive to preserve a 23-16 victory. I like that. Well, those two guys have had... they'll score 23 points? I hope they score 23 points. If they do, if they score 23, it should be good enough. Boy, Payne and Allen, though, they have been phenomenal. And when they've needed to make a big play... 93 and 94 been there for this football team. Mike Mayock joins us at 1130. Touchdown at 10 is next right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.